Welcome to the Do What You Love podcast, a podcast with a mixture of personal development and career advice to help you reach your full potential. Now over to your host, Life Purpose Champion, Amanda Heal. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Do What You Love podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Heal. Today I'd like to talk about bullying in the workplace and offer some strategies which you can use to deal with it. Safe Work Australia defines bullying as repeated and unreasonable behaviour directed to a worker or a group of workers that creates a risk to health and safety. Bullying is a risk to health and safety because it may affect the mental or physical health of workers. Bullying can include such behaviours as abusive or offensive language or comments, aggressive and intimidating behaviour, belittling or humiliating comments, practical jokes or initiation, and unjustified criticism or complaints. However, reasonable management action taken in a reasonable way is not bullying. I was bullied at work in the mid-2000s, but I didn't recognise it as bullying until a friend put the name to the behaviour I was describing. The person doing the bullying was my then supervisor. Let's call her Veronica for the purposes of this podcast. Veronica worked part-time and had Tuesdays and Wednesdays off. She would often give me a large piece of work to do, often on Monday morning, and ask me to have it completed by 5pm Monday afternoon. This put me under extraordinary pressure as the work was much more than could be reasonably completed in the short time available. But I comforted myself by thinking, oh well, she probably wants to take it home and read it while she's not at work. However, I found out that Veronica rarely took my work home and it would sit on her desk until she got back on Thursday. So the deadlines were arbitrary, unfair and unnecessary. Once I did receive the work back, there were often many criticisms, and I would usually have to completely rewrite it. Veronica would often tell me that I hadn't followed her instructions. She would say that she had asked me to do X, but my recollection was usually that she had asked me to do Y, which was very different. I could seem to do nothing right, and I found this really quite distressing, as I'm someone who is very good at following verbal instructions and usually asks questions to clarify anything I don't understand. I eventually refused to take verbal instructions from Veronica and would only take instructions from her via email so that I would have something in writing to back me up when she said I hadn't followed her instructions. This made things a little better. However, once I started doing this, she would often replace my name on the work with hers, which was very upsetting for me because she would get all the credit and I would get none. The straw that broke the camel's back was when, one day, Veronica referred to me as her worker bee, which made me feel completely worthless. My stress and anxiety got worse over the months until it got so bad that I would have chest pains whenever I would hear Veronica walk into the office first thing in the morning. The first time this happened, I sat clinging to the edge of my desk thinking that I was having a heart attack. But thankfully, it just turned out to be stress-related reflux or heartburn, for which I had to take medication for many months. One day, I was offered the chance to do a course on emotional intelligence. 
I jumped at the chance because it would be two days out of the office and two days away from Veronica. The facilitator, Barbara Miller, was an organisational psychologist and a life coach. And so I asked her to take me on as a client to help me deal with what was going on at work. Over a number of months, I worked with Barbara to rebuild my shattered self-esteem and implementing techniques to cope with stress. I learned that my value as a person was not dependent on what others thought of me, but what I thought of myself. I started reciting positive affirmations about myself, about my ability and value on the bus journey to and from work each day. Finally, I really began to believe again that I was a person of value and that I had something to contribute. After three months of coaching, I had the strength to do what I knew I had to do. I knocked on Veronica's door, marched into her office and told her that her management style was making me ill. I said that I would not work with her anymore and that whilst I look for another job, I was requesting to be transferred to another section and work with a different supervisor. Thankfully, she agreed. I am so grateful to Barbara and for the work that we did together. It saved my sanity and gave me the strength to get another job where I worked happily for a number of years. It also taught me about drawing upon my own beliefs as the main source of my self-esteem, rather than relying entirely on others to make me feel good or bad about myself. What can you do if you're being bullied at work? If you don't want to do what I did and change jobs, you still have a number of options. Safe Work Australia has a good page on bullying, which I will link to in the show notes. This page suggests you can examine your workplace's bullying policy and reporting procedure, ask the bully to stop the bullying behaviour, seek advice from another person such as a supervisor, human resources officer or workplace health and safety representative, contact your state work health and safety authority, contact the Fair Work Commission or you can contact the Australian Human Rights Commission. I'd like to add a few tips of my own. Number one, contact your union if you're a member. And if you're not a member, then join your union and then contact them. They will be able to provide you with advice, help and support. Number two, know that you are not alone. No doubt there are friends, family and even colleagues that you can turn to for support. Of course, you can always contact me. Number three, manage your stress levels before they affect your health. You could do things like exercise, meditation, doing fun stuff after work. Just do what you need to do to keep your stress under control. Number four, know that bullying is never okay, even if it is quote unquote normal in your industry. And number five, Please, please believe in yourself. You are someone of value and you do have something to contribute, no matter what the bully says or does. You could do what I did and use positive affirmations to remind yourself. You could write sticky notes and stick them on your screen. Just keep believing in yourself. Now, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Do What You Love podcast. Until next time, have a great day and do what you love. 
You've been listening to the Do What You Love podcast with Amanda Heal. Feeling unfulfilled and frustrated and unclear what to do next? Access Amanda's Are You Living Out Your Purpose quiz and resources to get you started on your journey to doing what you love at www.purposevisionfuture.com. That's purposevisionfuture.com.